In one of her short stories, Flannery O'Connor writes about a character she calls the misfit. He is an escaped convict, and over and over again throughout the story, he keeps saying, Jesus throwed everything off balance. Jesus throwed everything off balance. And yes, I know, that's bad grammar. But it is a great summation of who Jesus is and what Jesus did. And it's also a great summation of what Christmas is all about and what's going on at Christmas. Christmas is God himself coming in human form to find you and to find me when we'd run away from him. And to usher in an upside-down kingdom that reverses all of our cultural assumptions, all of our priorities, all of the things that our culture tells us to do. And to me, this is what makes the God revealed in Jesus different than any other God in any other religion. Jesus throws everything off balance. Instead of coming as a wealthy man of power, which you might expect from a God, he comes as a poor baby. Instead of announcing his birth to politicians or business leaders or religious leaders, God announces his birth to migrant workers, working in the fields, watching their flocks by night. Instead of coming to conquer, the God revealed in Jesus came to serve and eventually died to show us how much he loves us. Jesus came saying, the one who serves is greater than the one who bosses. The one who loses their life will actually find their life. The one who is last goes first in his kingdom. Jesus throws everything off balance in a wonderful, life-giving, refreshing way. And when we worship him, we throw everything off balance. Because worship, especially worship done the way God asks us to worship, rearranges all of our priorities, all of the things that we think are important. Today is Worship Through Music Sunday. We do this twice a year where we get a chance to, to worship God primarily through, through music and through song. And, and I love this Sunday, and not just because I don't have to write a sermon. And I'm hoping that you love this Sunday, but not because you don't have to listen to a sermon. But because music has this great way of getting past our intellectual defenses and going straight to the heart, which helps us to switch our attention from self to God, which is what worship really is all about. And whenever we worship God, we are throwing things off balance because worship switches our priorities, what's important and what's not. The word worship means, comes from the word worth. It means what you find worthy, what you value. What we give our time, energy, and attention to, that's what we worship, which is kind of a scary sentence. You know, what it means is we're all worshiping something. We're all giving our time, energy, and attention to something. Everyone on the planet worships. The question is, what are they worshiping? I'm always amazed how every year on the Friday after Thanksgiving, you know, folks line up outside the stores at 4 in the morning, you know, to be there when the stores open so they can start their Christmas shopping extravaganza. You know, as a, as a person who loves to sleep in and hates shopping, that sounds like hell. That's just <laughs> my definition of hell. That's it, right? Get up early and go shopping. Right? And every once in a while, you see this on the news, there's, there's a stampede and people get knocked over as they're reaching for the last Nintendo Wii on the shelf. That's worship. What we give our time, energy, and attention to is what we worship. So in our culture, we worship all kinds of things. Image, power, wealth, comfort, luxury, entertainment. In a word, self. And I know I give my time and attention to, to all of those things. 
But when we worship God, we throw everything off balance. Because we reverse the priorities our culture forces on us. When we worship God, we say all of those other things are not the most important thing. When we worship, we're saying God and God's people, loving God's people, those are the most important things. God and loving God's people. It is a very radical, subversive act. Because basically what we're doing is we are switching our attention from our needs, our wants, ourselves, and putting it on God. And in a culture that prizes self above everything else, worship is about as counterculture as it gets. Worship, when we worship God, we switch our priorities. And the worship that happens in the, in the Christmas story, all throughout, you know, people are worshiping. Mary worships, and the shepherds worship, and the magi worship, and the angels, they come and they, they worship. They sing glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. They're putting their attention on God and loving God's people. That's worship. But they do it, again, in a very counterculture, unpredictable way. Because contrary to what we might expect, they don't sing that song to the rich and powerful. They sing it to the down-and-out shepherds. And instead of singing about a conquering God who's coming to demand things of us, they're singing instead about a God who came to serve us and to die for us, to show us how much he loves us. Not what you would expect. The worship in the Christmas story throws everything off balance because it reminds us of what truly is important and what is not. And when we worship this way, the result for us is freedom. Because when we get out of ourselves, our wants, our needs, our issues, our problems, and forget about ourselves, we're free. There is no greater freedom than freedom from self. So as you listen to the music we're about to hear, as you sing the songs, you know, really listen to the words. One of the things about Christmas carols is they can wash right over us because we're very familiar with them. But really, listen to these words. They are amazing words about a, a God who turns everything upside down, who comes as a baby. Listen to these words and let these words of the songs draw your attention away from self and put it where it belongs, on God and on loving God's people and on Jesus, God himself, who came just for you and just for me to say to us, I love you so much, I'd rather die than lose you. I mean, talk about counterculture. Jesus throwed everything off balance in a wonderful way. So, let's switch our attention to him. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would help us do that. We ask that you would help us move our attention away from self, away from the things we brought in, and put it squarely on you where it belongs. All this we ask in your name, Jesus. Amen.